0: Antediluvian Revelations, a poetic retelling of the Book of Enoch, the Prophet. Part one Canto three, the first extraterrestrial abduction in Enoch's Visions of Wisdom. Enoch surveyed the veiled faces of the assembled angels who gathered to hear his righteous words. He said,
1: This is the book of the words of righteousness, and the reproof of the watchers who came down to this planet according to the command of Almighty God who is holy and great. In the vision which came to me last night, I perceived in my dream that I was speaking, with the tongue of flesh and with my breath, which the Mighty One has put into the mouth of men, that they might converse with it. I speak this knowledge from my heart, and that He has created and given to men the power of comprehending the word of understanding, and He has created and given to me the power of reproving the watchers, the sons and offspring of God in heaven. I have written your petition, and in my vision I have seen that what you request, God will never grant you, not ever, for as long as the earth endures for all of its days.
0: The event of Enoch's abduction was fantastic to him. He struggled with the words necessary to explain the event, so his logical conclusion about what had happened was that it was only a dream, the vision of God's merciful presence. He paused momentarily as many wails erupted from among the fallen, although those wayward watchers knew Enoch's vision was not a dream, and that he had actually been in the presence of el shaddai their tears spattered sparks that sputtered on the gravel ground once the disturbance among them settled Enoch continued
1: judgment has been passed upon you your request is denied from this time forward never shall you ascend into heaven He has said that he will bind you in the prison of angels, for such a time as the world endures, and the end of it will be yours. However, before these things you shall behold the destruction of your beloved sons. You shall not have them with you, and you will watch them all fall. Before you slain by his sword, you will not entreat mercy for them nor for yourselves, but you will weep and supplicate in silence, because God
0: no longer hears you, and your offspring are not his thus were the words of the book enoch wrote and the telling of that vision of punishment to the condemned afterwards enoch left from the presence of those fallen ones the elohim returned and took enoch away into the heavens again and he remembered how it all happened when he first met them climbing the slope of the nearest mountain upon seeing strange clouds and disturbances in the sky above the wind swept in strong currents all around enoch hurrying in his pace and climbing to a height that he might be able to see what was happening becoming enveloped with a mysterious light from the heavens Enoch looked upward from his place on the ground, but he could see nothing of anything other than the sky above, the strange shimmering of a light, and the cloud covering it. Behold, in a vision of clouds and a heavy mist all around, appearing, surrounding, and inviting Enoch to be calm, while agitated lights, like stars and flashes of lightning, made him jump and impelled him forward, pressing him upon winds that lofted him in flight and accelerated his body into the heavens until he was floating motionless arriving at a wall built with some stones of crystal-clear blocks a doorway appeared open and a vibrating flame surrounded it and enoch entered this tongue of fire despite great terror entering into a spacious habitation built with crystal stone enoch saw that all the walls the pavement of the ground and all the surroundings were formed of these same crystal stones the ceiling above was open to the stars with flashes of lightning and cherubim of fire moving about the expanse in the stormy sky a flame burned around the walls lighting the room and the doors blazed with fire all around the frames when enoch first entered this dwelling this place to which he ascended he was as hot as fire when he approached but he became as cold as ice inside there was no trace of any life or any delightfulness of an earthly thing Enoch was instantly terrified, being overwhelmed, fearfully shaking. He fell upon his face, being violently agitated and trembled uncontrollably. He dared to look and beheld another habitation more spacious than the one where he first entered, and every entrance to it was open. The two habitations merged and became one enormous, heavenly sight. In the middle of that vastly open area in front of Enoch was a vibrating flame. So great was its brightness and its points of light, glorious, magnificent, and in magnitude indescribable. The extent of it all and its splendor there are no words to say. The floor of this next room was on fire with light, and in the ceiling above were lightning flashes and stars in glory, with the roof all ablaze in fire and light, allowing no darkness at all. Attentively, cautiously, Enoch looked around the room. He saw that there was within it an exalted throne. The throne had the appearance of frost or ice, while its circumference resembled the orb of the sun, and there was a sweet sound of cherubim emanating from it. From beneath this mighty throne there were rivers of flame, channels of conduit that flowed, energies alternating in a current, pulsing into it so that it glowed with the brilliance of the sun. The throne of God was like an enormous television, and to look upon this antediluvian revelation was frighteningly difficult, and the Great One in His glory was sitting upon this throne, with His robes brighter than the sun, and all about Him was whiter than snow. None could see the face of the Shining One. No angel was capable of penetrating this light to see the face of him, the glorious and the effulgent, nor could any mortal behold him. There was a flaming fire all around him that none dare touch him. This light was of great extent that it continued to rise up before him, so that not one of those who surrounded him was capable of approaching. Among the myriads and myriads who were before him, none approached. To him, holy consultation was needless. Yet the sanctified did not depart, those who stayed near him, either by night or by day, nor were they removed from him. Enoch was trembling so greatly, he advanced forward, covering his face with a veil that he might not see, or be seen to look upon the face of the one true God Almighty. Then the Lord spoke with his own mouth, and he called out to Enoch, saying,
1: Approach hither, Enoch, upon my command,
0: at my holy word. God's Spirit raised up Enoch and brought him near to the entrance of that throne room of the glorious and almighty God and enoch directed his eyes to the ground though he knew not what had happened to it or where he was any longer suspended in the space of the expansive throne room enoch was like a rag doll in his tattered earthly garments he listened to the lord god who spoke and he said
1: hear me do not be afraid o righteous enoch scribe of righteousness Approach hither and hear me. Go and say to those watchers on earth, the former angels of heaven, those who have sent you to pray for their forgiveness, tell them this, you should
0: be praying for men, not men praying for you. There was a booming sound like thunder in God's voice. It was obvious he was angered, and he continued to speak.
1: Wherefore have you forsaken the lofty conveyances of holy heaven, which endure forever, and have lain with the daughters of men, who have defiled yourselves with the flesh of women, have taken to yourselves wives, acting like sons of earth, and begetting an abominated, mutated, and impious offspring. You, being spiritual, holy, and possessing eternal life, have polluted yourselves with women, have begotten flesh of your flesh in carnal desire, have lusted in the blood of men, seeing it spill upon the earth, and have done as those who are flesh and blood do, Those who do these things, however, die and
0: perish. There was a brief moment of silence throughout the chamber. These words were very stern, and God continued,
1: To those ephemeral beings I have given wives, that they might cohabit with them and bear sons, and that all of this might be transacted only on earth. From the beginning you were made spiritual with eternal life, and you were not subject to death the same as mankind. Therefore I did not make wives for you, because, as spiritual beings, your dwelling is in heaven.
0: Enoch found himself again being the scribe for the Lord God Almighty, who continued to speak and tell him further what he should say to the fallen angels.
1: Now these giants, your children, these abominations, who have been born of eternal spirit and earthly flesh, only on earth shall they ever have any habitation, and on earth they shall be called evil spirits because evil spirits shall proceed from their flesh upon death. They were not created from above by my design or blessing. You, the watchers, were their beginning and primary foundation. Evil spirits shall they forever become upon the earth, and the spirits of the wicked they shall be called. The habitation of extraterrestrial spirits shall be in heaven, but upon earth shall be the habitation of terrestrial spirits born on earth in flesh that I have not made in heaven. These spirits of the giants shall be like clouds of darkness, which shall oppress, corrupt, fall, contend, and bruise upon earth. They shall be the cause of weeping, wailing, and lamentations. They will not eat any food or drink, and they will forever hunger and thirst. They shall be concealed from the sight of men, and they shall not rise up against the sons of men and women, having no power of their own. They will come forth during the days of slaughter and destruction to be the cause of torment for the souls of men who die as murderers.
0: Enoch looked up from his fervent recording while in place before the throne of God Almighty to brush a tear from his cheek. The ferocity of the Lord's voice has such effect to bring tears to the eyes of those who hear his anger and wrath. God continued,
1: And as to the death of the giants, wheresoever their spirits depart, From their bodies, let their flesh perish without burial or judgment. Thus shall they perish until the day of the great consummation of earth, when the final destruction shall happen for these watchers and the impious among men who will perish on judgment day. And to these fallen watchers who have sent thee to pray for them, who in the beginning were in heaven, glorious and favored, say, In heaven have you been. Sacred things, however, I have not manifested in you to know. Yet you have known these reprobated mysteries of seduction and sexual enticement, these secrets you have related to women in the hardness of your heart, and by these mysteries have women and mankind multiplied evil on earth, say to them, Never, therefore, shall you obtain peace.
0: With the finality of God's judgment written for all the watchers to know, Enoch returned to a place on the floor where he could again stand the throne of god which had been all glowing with his greatness dimmed as he departed that place not needing to be there longer a smoke filled the room as the mighty one retired from there upon completion of his mission to inform the fallen watchers of their fate and the fate of their offspring enoch was taken away into the heavens to see a further vision a warning of what will become of all this because of what has occurred for mankind the end result of the crime committed upon the innocents by a condemned species of extraterrestrial beings Although they may, upon judgment day, proclaim again their innocence, and accuse the daughters of men for enticing them to sin against God, all such actions in their defense are ungodly and impiously blasphemous, because God does not make mistakes in the course of judgment, not ever. From that place, which was the throne room of God, the spiritual beings raised Enoch up into another place where he might receive the blessings of God a place where there was another projection of burning fire and those spirits as it pleased them assumed the likeness of men for enoch's sake they carried enoch to a lofty spot to a mountain to the top of which reached into heaven there he beheld the receptacle of light and a thunderous sound all around he stayed where he was at the extremity of the room where it was deepest and the view was widest that he saw the entire screening of the show as if he were seated in a movie theatre viewing the visions projected in light on a screen Above him Enoch could see a bow of fire, arrows in their quivers, a sword of fire, and every form of lightning striking before his eyes. All of this light became images with sound in front of his eyes, and this prediction of moving picture technology was one of many antediluvian revelations. The spirits raised him up to hear the sounds of a babbling stream, to see a great fire in the west, which received all of the setting of the sun. The sight of it all became a river of fire flowing like water, emptying into the great sea an ocean that was farther westward than enoch knew the spirit showed him every large river in a flurry of light and fire until suddenly a great darkness appeared that went into a place where all flesh migrates upon death and he saw a mountain of gloom covered with snow in winter and water flowing from it in summer where as a spring it emptied from a height into every abyss on earth the spirit showed enoch the mouths of all the rivers in the world in the mouths of the deepest pools bottomless pits and endless water enoch saw a vision of the earth's destruction to come in a great deluge he saw a vision of the ice comet that was going to cause the great flood next enoch surveyed the receptacles of all the winds with the perception that they contributed to adorn the whole of creation preserving the earth upon its foundation and he saw it as a stone supporting the reaches of earth he saw the four winds which became the atmosphere of earth separating it from the firmament of heaven and that these winds occupied the exalted sky, arising in the midst between heaven and earth as if pillars supporting heaven. Enoch saw the winds which turn the sky and support the clouds, the orb of the sun and all the stars that rise and fall over the earth. Enoch saw the path of angels, and they are here marked for all to know. Into the firmament of heaven above the earth, Enoch passed towards the south, burned by the sun both day and night. Enoch saw seven other mountains formed of glorious stones, with two to the east and five more to the south these lofty mountains of stone to the east were of a variegated stone one was made of marguerite a to yellow mica formed in intense heat and another of antimony a silvery semi-metallic and toxic element these two being the planets mercury and venus respectively those towards the south were of a red stone the first was mars the middle one reached to heaven like the throne of god a throne composed of alabaster the top was sapphire this one being jupiter having an aura at its poles a blazing fire surrounded all of these other mountains which made a magnetosphere for each of them beyond these planets which made up the solar system enoch saw the extended area where waters collected this being the oort cloud comprised of icy planetesimal bodies forever frozen from which comets spring forth as terrestrial fountains deep in the fiery columns of heaven enoch beheld the fire of other galaxies In the far reaches of the heavens he beheld those galactic lights innumerable, where they appeared in all directions, and not high or into the deep. Beyond all of these fountains of fire, Enoch saw a place that had neither firmament of heaven above it, nor the solid ground of earth beneath it. There was no water below it, nor anything on wing in its sky above. It was a spot desolate, because it was outer space, beyond the solar system. From that space, Enoch beheld seven stars like great blazing mountains, and like spirits entreating him to come closer, inviting his presence to them. Then the angel who was Enoch's guide said,
2: This place, until the marriage of heaven and earth, until judgment day, when heaven and earth consummate, will be the confinement of the stars and all of the hosts of heaven.
0: It was in this moment when Enoch heard the angel speak, that he came to know the course of all human history, as it had been altered by the fallen watchers. The angel who was Enoch's guide in this vision of all the universe said,
2: The stars which roll over fire are those which transgressed before their time, before the commandment of God, for they came before it was their proper season. Therefore they offended him for becoming revealed too early, the power of stars being discovered sooner than God allowed, so he bound them until judgment day for their crimes. This year, a secret year, will one day become known to men, when upon the earth these transgressing stars the power of which men came to have before it was the time god chose for men to have it will announce the day of consummation between heaven and earth so that the fallen watchers the evil spirits of their offspring and mankind will suffer the final disposition of their crimes after the millennia of punishment has passed such that all these things come to pass the sword of light which danced in front of enoch lighting the room and making
0: all of this vision more real than his own sight had ever seen suddenly ended with darkness and silence and the angel who spoke appeared from some unknown place this unknown angelic guide stepped forward saying
2: i am Uriel."
0: he appeared in the likeness of a man but he was an angel an extraterrestrial originating entity then Uriel said
2: here are the angels who cohabited with women appointed their leaders and being illustrious in their appearance with great variation of influence which became both physical and spiritual upon the earth as lies, made men profanely swear allegiance to their powers and suppositions, causing them to err such that they worship devils as though they were gods. For in that great day of judgment, upon which all will be judged, until they are consumed in fire, their wives will also be judged, for they are not innocent of enticing men to sin against God. These angels, the holy watchers, who had taken Enoch from the
0: earth to be in the presence of God in his throne room, were sad that their brothers would suffer a punishment, a confinement and torture only Raquel could know. They saw those same daughters of men and understood how their brothers had been enticed by their beauty, that those women among men might be to blame for the fall of their brethren, but they were spiritual, capable of assuming a form similar to a human being when it became necessary to interact with mankind. One among the saints, the teller of truth and knowing God, being likened unto him, stepped forward. Michael said,
2: Those fallen angels of heaven led men astray, that they might salute them and follow them as false gods. They will say to men that God had made a child within a human female, and this child was the Son of God, being born of a virgin. These men, pagan Romans, evoked the evil spirits of the fallen watcher's offspring, became engorged with their murderous power, and killed an innocent man, a Jew, the Messiah, deliverer of humanity from the throes of eternal death, died at the hands of men who worshipped devils in a conquest to rule the world. An innocent and loving man delivered the message of forgiveness and the gift of eternal life in God the Father, the Creator, in that he is the Holy Spirit. Constantine made all to believe in a lie that the man they killed was a god, so he could wash his hands of the murderous crime, while replacing truth with the principles of his own gods, who were false. For all the torments suffered by those transgressing fallen watchers, men continued to think that there was no crime in any of it, that an eternal being such as God or those sons of God could rightly mate with the daughters of men to have offspring, that would be the son of God and be God himself on earth. The truth of what happened and why it offended God became concealed from mankind by Satan's spawn, because other pagan idolaters concealed the truth in badly forged copies of the original no longer existing. Mankind will suffer the horrors of eternal torment of God's judgment, burning forever in the fires of a hell come to earth, when the power of stars are unleashed in a final war, a war to end all wars, the end of mankind and the end of the
0: earth. Enoch, in his silence saw the likeness of the end of all things no other human being saw it the same as he saw it from the heavens and no other prophet has ever told it the way it appears here and there will be no other prophet who will ever say it again this concludes this episode of antediluvian revelations a poetic retelling of the book of enoch the prophet be sure to subscribe or follow for notifications of new releases thank you for listening i am michael